welcome to the Better Spearfishing Podcast, where we talk all things spearfishing. If you want to improve your spearfishing and hear some wild stories, you've come to the right place. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Better Spearfishing Podcast. Thank you so much for um, for coming and joining me. So I'm actually recording this uh, from the office in a little quiet booth because I completely forgot and ran out of time to uh, record the podcast for this week. So um, look, hopefully this all sounds okay. Um, so it, look, it's going to just be a short one, and this is going to be a, a bit of a bitzer podcast. So a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, but look, the exciting news is that this Saturday, the demersal ban is over, which means we are able to target um, demersal reef fish. And this is extremely exciting because last weekend I was out diving and found, you know, way out. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll describe the dive, but um, on that dive, we found a lot of good big snapper. Um, one of the guys said, the one snap he saw was over 10 kilos. Now, um, he was pretty excited when he said that. So let's just say it was big, whether it was 10 kilos or not. That's another story. Um, so so anyway, last weekend, I actually ended up going quite a long way offshore. So probably 20 kilometers offshore. You couldn't even see the land. Um, and as we got out there, it's 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 basically there's a there's a line of outer reef that runs parallel to the West Australian coast, um, off sort of Perth, so the southwest corner, and it's called Direction Bank. And generally it's about fifty meters deep on on um you know off the, the reef, but when you get onto the reef at the top of it, it gets to about 21, 22 meters at the shallow points. Um, so that's what we were diving on. And we put down a bit of burly and we saw some very good snapper. Um, I lay on the bottom underneath the burly and I, I had one of these big snappers swim right in front of my, um, my spear gun. I could have absolutely caught it. Um, but anyway, it, it's the, the band, so I can't. But this Saturday, from this Saturday on, the band is, uh, is no more. So that's very exciting. Now, um, okay, so so anyway, so from Saturday, I'm actually going out to target these big snapper. Um, now, the other exciting thing is I have decided that I really have to try roller guns again. Um, with all the clays and all the hype, I I've had the components to build them up, and I, I've I've tried them twice separately in the past, and and being a bit of a bodger, I, I sort of put them together how I thought I should, and, and I didn't have a good experience. It just, I thought it was very inefficient. It just wasn't working properly. Um, and so what I did, I had a 85 centimeter Lob Allen, um, just an, an aluminium barrel gun, and I'd been using that for uh, just fairly shallow shallow water diving and for whiting. And, and I, was, I really like it. It's a very handy little gun. It's a great little length, that sort of 80 to 90 centimeter gun. Uh, but, you know, not very strong with a single band on it. So I put on, I had an MVD roller muzzle, put that on. Uh, it's just a 6.6 mil shaft. And then I put on um, 14 millimeter rubbers. And I've set this thing up the South African way, which is full pretension. So the rubber is stretched all the way back to um, the lugs next to the handle. 
And the, the formula for lubber length, it is half the barrel length plus five centimeters. Um, and all I can say is that this, this gun is an absolute weapon. Um, I took it out and, and tested it uh, on Saturday. I cannot believe the amount of power from such a little gun. Um, my 85 is shooting almost as hard as my standard Rob Allen 120. It's, um, I mean, it's quite amazing what a transformation it is. And what it makes me think of, because you're now getting full power the entire length of the barrel, especially when you use a lot of pretension. So right at the end of the muzzle, it's tight. Um, because of that, the this reminds me a lot of a pneumatic spear gun, where you, the entire barrel length you're getting power out of. So, you know, I, I just shot a few small fish with it, very impressed. Um, and because of that, I, I thought, well, with the demersal um, ban ending and, and now snapper season being open, I had a Lob Allen 160 carbon fiber sitting in the um, basically in my shed, well, in my in my garage, and I haven't used it for years. When I tried to, the last thing I shot with it was a dog tooth tuna, probably six years ago, uh, in Indonesia, and. It, I actually just found it unusable as as a spear gun. It because it's to to use a one sixty. So you've got a seven and a half mil shaft, and it's a long shaft. It's a two meter long shaft, so it's heavy. And now you you need quite a bit of power to move that out. So two fairly tight sixteen mil band uh, millimeter rubbers. The recoil is just it's just makes it unusable. Um, so I mean I you know I shot a dog tooth. I actually also shot a good long nose emperor, probably my best. It was nearly six kilos, I think. So it's a very good fish. Um, but those are the only two things that I've ever actually hit with it. And um it's just yeah, like I said, it's just I think it's unusable. Um and so it was sitting there and I was thinking, well, should I just sell it or and then I thought, no, I want to do a proper roller gun. Um, so I cut, I've cut it down to a 120 and I got the Rob Allen roller muzzle, put that on. Um, and I've just put on a 14 millimeter uh, band. So full pretension, which is again, half the barrel length plus five centimeters. So that for 120 centimeter, half the length is 60 plus five, 65 centimeters. So each band is 65 centimeters. And I'm using a seven mil shaft, and I'm going to go and use test that on um, for the snapper this weekend. And I, I also made a load assist, so it is forty centimeter band, and it's a six uh, fourteen millimeter band. Now the the place that I got all the information for this is someone that I think he he is probably. Probably one of the few resources that I look at on YouTube and think, wow, okay, this guy really knows what he's talking about. And that is, um, his name's Chris Coates. I, I actually met him years and years ago in South Africa. I, I doubt you'd remember me, but, um, yeah, I, I remember meeting him in Durban at, at uh, one of the spearfishing, uh, clubs. So the university club. Um, and, and his channel is called Coatsman's Spearfishing. And what he does, um, so he's in Durban, which is also where Rob Allen Spearguns is, and, and, you know, they have some sort of working arrangement. Uh, and he basically sets up specific 
uh, gear for for guys in South Africa and, and globally. And he also puts together um, spearfishing tips. So he's basically a spearfishing guide. Um, and he will set up tips. He takes people to Ascension Island, uh, I think the Azores. He goes to Madagascar a lot, up to Mozambique a lot. Um, and anyway, he's he's done a few videos on this. Um, now, the thing I like is, obviously, he's not a flashy cameraman making, you know, videos of, you know, bikini girls on boats. It's very specifically spearfishing related and technique and equipment setup and you know there's very few guys that i that i watch on youtube and i think my god i'm learning so much this guy really knows what he's talking about but chris does so he he is basically a guru on setting up a spearfishing on um spearfishing equipment and setting it up and getting the most out of it and um yeah, so I, I basically watched his videos on unrolling the roller, and I've set up exactly as he's recommended. And look, with the 85-centimeter gun, couldn't be happier. Um, very impressed. The only thing I am thinking is um, at some point I might end up buying a, you know, like an 80-centimeter an carbon roller. And then, look, I'm going to try this 120-centimeter roller. The reason I went to 120 centimeters is because I'm not too sure if I'm going to like this. Um, and one, a 120 centimeter is my favorite length spear gun by far. Um, it's a, look, it is a bit short for WA, a standard 120. If, you know, for like big snapper, they just, they keep their distance. But I'm hoping with a roller, um, it's going to be more than enough. I, it actually might be too much. Um, but anyway, I did did it at 120 because I thought, well, if it um, if I don't like it, I can just take the roller muzzle off, put a standard Rob Allen muzzle on, and I've got a carbon 120, which I'm I'm very happy with. the dis- The decision now is going to be um, if I do like it, I suspect it's going to be too powerful, um, which. I, I know it sounds it's you know it sounds like oh it's going to be too good, um, but too powerful is also a problem because um, you know I I do like shoot hunting reef fish and so if I shoot and hit the reef I'm going to um, you know I'm going to end up damaging and breaking spears or embedding them into coral or or just messing things up so it might be more of an open water gun um, which the, then the problem if if I absolutely love these roller guns well then the problem is going to be oh oh dear do i need to go and buy an 80 carbon and a 110 carbon um so <laughs> you know I, I thought i'd sort of just about finished with playing with gear i really like keeping my gear simple and um obviously this is you know more complex than a standard band gun um but the performance i'm thinking might warrant it so you know, my, my just standard way to understand how complex something is, is just look at the number of, of wishbone knots you have to make. That's a simple measure. So with my standard Rob Allen, I do uh, four wishbone knots. So it's, I use two 14 bands. So I've got four wishbone knots um, for the two bands, you know, one bit, one knot on each side. And on this, I've just got a single, it's a single, um, uh, single roller so again i've still got four wishbone knots so it's not particular. it's not really more complex um you know there's a bit more line and all that um, but i can also use a single lap of line if i want so look we're going to give that a go um 
Now, I will say for anyone cutting down the spare gun barrel, um, putting in the barrel plug is an absolute mission. I um, I feel like the Rob Allen barrel plug is is you know too big for the actual barrel. To get the thing in was an absolute mission. But anyway, I did it in the end. Once it's in, it's all good. So I would suggest if you are cutting a gun down, push the barrel plug down first and then cut the barrel basically behind it so you don't have to try and push it back into the tube because that is really hard. Um, anyway, so that's the roller gun thing. Um, what else have I been up to? I, uh, I've got, I, I used to have a, a spearfishing brand called All Things Spearfishing and uh, I got sort of a bunch of uh, old wetsuit stock so that's great. That's pretty much done and dusted now. It was um you know, brand new wetsuits, but they've been sitting in storage for sort of three years, so it was time to move them, so that's good. So I'll just describe. So last dive I had last uh, Saturday, yeah, where we went out, beautiful 30-meter viz. Uh, the water was warm. As soon as we got out, that was blue. It was warm. There was uh, bait. There was lots of fish. Uh, I ended up shooting a good mackerel, so probably, I don't know, maybe 18 kg fish, which is good. Um, they did come through a, a good school of them, and yeah, look, I got a good one. Um, so now, I guess, uh, you, you know, part of the problem now with, with this, with being able to do lots of good diving is uh, you end up with too much fish. Um, but you know that's a good problem to have, and I get to um, sort of give away quite a lot. And now I thought I'd just quickly touch on the future podcasts uh, that I'm going to be, um, well, that, that I'm setting up because I'm sure everyone is getting tired of just hearing me uh, blab on. So future podcasts. Now I've got three sp- special guests that I would like to do separate podcasts with, and. I need to just organize this and um, actually get these people in, you know, send them the questions and, and prepare it. But the people I want to get on, and, and they've all agreed so far, but, you know, I haven't said the questions yet. Um, so Derek Tan. So Derek is, he's a bit of an artistic expert, bit of a, you know, a spear fisherman with a, an amazing artistic flair. And he does... I think they call them geokatsu fish prints. So you, you basically put ink over the fish and then place it into some sort of cloth and you end up with a, you know, and then you can do some sort of painting or coloring in. But you, you basically have a, a print of the fish and um, it's a piece of art that, you, you know, you can hang up in your house. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're fantastic. So I'd like, love for him to talk about that. And he's also an absolute chef extraordinaire. He he sort of does master chef style pictures and posts them on Facebook. And they just look amazing. Um, you know, your mouth waters just looking at it. And he's also doing interesting things, you know, with fish that most of us would never keep or eat. Um, so so that's really impressive. So that's Derek. And then there is a friend of mine, Steve Christo. So he is a fisheries officer. Now, he's a mad keen spear fisherman, great guy. And um, yeah, now a fisheries officer and he's worked in a dive shop. And so, you know, a bit of everything. I'm hoping we can talk the fisheries regulations and basically what a fisheries officer does, Um, because it's, you know, it's the other side of our sport that um, I guess we never think about. but I, I was interested the other day, you know, we dive in the same, you know, out of the same harbor, but sometimes he'll be there at work and um, he was there at work. 
And anyway, I, I didn't see him, but I messaged him saying, hey, I found some great ground. And he said, yeah, I know. We were watching you from the shore um, because they can observe boats with, you know, high-powered binoculars and, uh, you know, record them. And, and basically, you think you're, you know, a kilometer two off the shore, um, you might be being watched. So just a good thing. And look, it'd be great to, uh, you know, great to hear Steve's, um, Steve's stories and... Uh, Tell him to forget all my secret spots. Um, and anyway, the third person I'd like to have on, and I just chatted to him this week, um, is Dallin Aitken from Spear Oz. So he is a that's a, it's a West Australian spearfishing uh, brand and, and retailer. And Dallin is a um, diving instructor, and um, he also sets up gear. He's you know another great guy that I know, and you know, very helpful with his knowledge and, and experience and, and sharing. And because he's got the so much experience at setting up roller guns, I would love to get him on and uh, get his take on what we all need to do. So anyway, that's that's it for now. It's a short, quick one because I've got to get to a meeting now. But um, more good things will be coming soon. Okay, take care, everyone. Bye.